Good evening. Welcome. New to a new day as I share with you some of the things that I have discovered or that I have heard doing my prayers and doing my readings through the uh, Word of God. And so before we begin, let us pray. Lord God, Father in heaven, bless you once again for another day. Father, I pray as always that even right now that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit. I pray, Father, that we would be led by your Holy Spirit in everything that we do, including right now, Father, the words that I speak. I pray, Father, that they would only say those things which, first of all, are true. Secondly, Father, those things which will truly glorify you and that would encourage those who are listening to build them up in the faith, knowledge, wisdom, and admonition of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ, in his name alone, I ask and pray. Amen. Uh, once again, uh, welcome. Uh, I'd like to invite you to turn with me over to James, the book of James. Uh, we'll, be, we'll continue reading from James. Tonight we'll read from James chapter 3. And the thing that I want to focus on tonight mostly is the topic of taming the tongue. I think it's very important that we learn how to tame our tongues. That is, we need to be careful. We need to learn how to say only those things which would truly glorify God. And so, without further ado, let us begin reading, and I pray that the Holy Spirit will speak as I read, and pray that it will encourage your hearts. James chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. Now, many of you should presume, not many of you should presume to be teachers, my brothers and sisters, because you know that we who teach will be judged more strictly. We, are, we all stumble in many ways. If anyone is never at fault in what he says, he is a perfect man, able to keep his whole body in check. Now, brothers and sisters, I, I, must, I must admit uh, right now, beginning right now, I don't think any of us here would fit this billet. Any of us, there's none of us here who is, could, could claim to be perfect. And if you do claim to be perfect, then you're better than Jesus. And far as I know, our word, the Bible, doesn't teach that. The Bible doesn't teach that any of us here are better than Jesus. We all have failed in this department, in this area, this, this area of, uh, of concern here, this matter, when it comes to what we say and how we say it, what we say about God, what we say about each other, and so forth. So this is basically what the author was talking about uh, back uh, to the recipients of this, this, this letter, James. It is believed that the author is James, of course, and he's a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. And it is even believed by many scholars that James was a brother of Jesus. Now, so let's make, let make it clear, though, that we 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 are all we would all be considered guilty of saying things 
that are unrighteous. And we are all, uh, everything that we say have, have been and is being judged by God. Everything we say, God hears. I don't know if you know this or not, or if you believe this or not, but it is true. God hears everything that we say. He judges everything that we say. Not only, every, not, not only what we say, but also he judges our thoughts. And he judges our emotions. But tonight, we're just going to talk about what we say. Especially about God, what we say to others about God, how we talk about each other, and so forth. We need to, we, we need to bring this forth right now, tonight. Because this is what I believe the author is talking about, and this is what I like to talk about as well. But first of all, again, God hears everything that we say. Verse 3. When we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they are large and are not and are driven by strong winds, they are steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great force is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue also is a fire, a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person, sets the whole course of his life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. What is, what is the author saying here? Once again, God hears what you say. He's listening to everything that you say. How you pray to him. How you pray about him. How you speak about him and so forth. He's listening. And so what you need to be careful of is what you say about God. What you need to be careful is what you say about each other. For example, God forbids us to lie about one another. Are you lying about someone? Or have you lied about someone? Because if you have, God forbids this. He, and he will judge you for that. And so I want to encourage you right now to repent. That is, be sincerely sorry about lying about someone if you have done this. And do everything that you can in the future, God willing... The Lord Jesus doesn't return. Do everything you can to not say, or not lie, I should say, about someone. Are you with me? Next. That's just a, that's just a few examples of what I'm talking about. Verse 7. All kinds of animals, birds, and reptiles... And creatures of the sea 
are being tamed and have been tamed by man. But no man can tame the tongue. It is restless. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Notice that. No one. No man or woman can tame the tongue. So we have a big problem, don't we? Clearly, we have a big problem. And clearly, God has a big problem with us. What are we to do? What are, what are we to do, brothers and sisters? Well, good news is, first of all, we need a Savior. That's what this reminds us of. We need a Savior. We need a man or woman who can perfectly say the things that truly glorify God. We need someone who will not lie, cannot lie, for the glory of God. Are you with me? Who are you thinking about right now? If you're like me, I hope you're thinking about Jesus. It is Jesus who can say those things which truly glorify God. That is, he can say those things, he can control his tongue to a point of where only the things that he, that everything that he says will truly glorify God. It is Jesus that in his heart, remember Jesus is a man, truly a man. And also, though the Bible reveals to us that he's truly God, but the thing is, is that he's truly a man. He is that man that God has sent. I'm here to tell you, he is that man that God has sent to do that which we cannot do. And therefore, that's why it's so important that we depend on Jesus to say those things which must be said for us. And this is why the writers of the Bible tells us that it's Jesus Jesus is our chief mediator between, when I say mediator, that is between us and God. It is Jesus right now in the heavens. And I, like I said, he's God and man. Two distinct natures. But one person. And right now he's in heaven. The Bible says that he's in heaven in the presence of God, the right hand of God. He has God's, God the Father's especially, that's what I'm talking about right now, he has the Father's attention right now, his full attention. You know, Jesus himself said that no one can come unto God the Father except through him. So what we need to do as Christians as Christians, what we need to do as New Testament believers, New Covenant believers, is everything that we say before we say it. We need to get into a habit of praying about it and asking Jesus, what should we say? 
as we pray. We are praying with the idea of and the hope of our prayers going through Him first. I think this is a big problem right now with many of us as Christians in the church. Many of us have gotten, I believe, too cocky, too confident. We pray as if we know it all. We, we forget that, you know, although we've been saved, true, this is true, we have been saved. We have been delivered from our sin. But we still have the old nature that we must contend with every day. And if we're not careful, that old nature, that old sinful nature, will get in our way of saying those things which truly glorify God. It clouds our judgment. It clouds how we think about God, how we think about each other. And so we start praying for things that we shouldn't even be praying for. We start saying things that we shouldn't even be saying to each other, and so forth. So, you know, what I'm trying to tell you here, brothers and sisters, is this. Be careful. Be very careful about what you say. Because God is listening to everything that you say. Are you with me now? And that's why we need Jesus to say them for us. We need, we need Jesus to send us the Holy Spirit, which, which actually enters into our hearts. It enters into our very, the very core of our being. And he begins to teach us what we need to say. Not only does he teach us what we need to say, he gives us the ability to say those things which truly glorify God. And when we don't say them, he makes sure, he makes sure that it doesn't go to God first. It goes to the Son, Jesus. And what Jesus does is he says those things which, first of all, glorifies God. And not only that, he talks with the Spirit, and together they begin to change our inward man, our inward person. I shouldn't say man, because there's men, men, I'm talking to men and women, but the inward person. So that in those times, when we are saying things, which are deceitful, saying things that are unrighteous, our conscience kicks in. And it tells us, you know, no, that's not the right thing to say. The right thing to say is this, and so forth, whatever the circumstance may be. And remember, every day we have an opportunity, wherever we go, we are in a place of influence. People were watching us everywhere we go. And especially when they know that we're Christians. They will let us know. If we're saying something that, you know, oftentimes I, 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 I may be wrong, but I, sometimes I believe that non-Christians know how Christians should live better than we do. And it shouldn't be that way. But they do. 
But that could be a testimony to the fact, again, that, um, you know, the Bible makes this clear too. That non-Christians, they have a conscience just like we do. The problem is, though, their heart has not been transformed or changed, and they're not living, being led by the Spirit of God. They're not living by faith in Christ Jesus. And so they go even further off track. But that must not be for us. It should not be for us. Are you with me? Out of gratitude for what, for what our Lord Jesus has done. Dying for us on the cross. To pay for our sins. Bringing us back into a right relationship with God. A right, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, with a right relationship with God the Father. Out of gratitude for what he has done. We want to do what is right. We want to say what is right. Amen? With our tongue, we want to praise our Lord and Father. And not curse men and women. Not to curse our neighbor. Who have been made in the image of God. Did you hear that? The reason, one of the reasons why we need to be careful what we say about another person. You know, I'm at a place now where I got to admit, where I I'm con, I'm convinced that I need to be careful even what I laugh at from this point on. After reading this, I need to be careful what I laugh at. You know, there are so many people, and I've probably been. I'm, I have to, I'm sure I've done it too. Said things about people that wasn't true. Just to get a laugh. Exaggerating the truth. Lying, even. Just to get a laugh. It's not right. That is not right for Christians. I know I'm stepping on some toes right now. But you know what? Listen, I'm, I'm begging with you. I'm pleading with you. Pray about this. Pray about how you use your tongue. Pray about how you speak about people and, and pray about what you laugh at and what you, um, what I'm trying to say is what you support and encourage and other people as well. When it, especially when it comes to joking about other people or, or gossiping and so forth. Recently, I, I've decided, you know what, I'm not going to have nothing else to do with Facebook because I find myself just being drawn into a lot of gossip, a lot of things that that, that are not, I'm sure, not true. Because I've been there, done that. And I even noticed that it started to influence how I think about God. How I think about my neighbors and so forth. I just cut it off. Sometimes you have to do that. I'm not saying, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm just saying. You, you know, when you, get, when you get down to it, if you're really serious, if you're really serious, if you're really serious about being a Christian... If you're really serious about glorifying God and taming the tongue, because that's what we're talking about tonight, you, you might have to do that. But you have to, you, Christian, you have to know thyself. Know yourself. Examine yourself. I'm just a messenger. Again, we have to be careful. Because remember, 
It's with the same tongue that we praise and worship God. For most of us, that's only on Sundays. Uh, yeah, I said it. Um, sorry. What? I'm not sorry. Let me take that back. I'm not sorry, but I'm telling the truth. Many of us only praise God on Sundays. But don't get me wrong. We're going to encourage that. I'm going to encourage that. But we have to remember, that's the same tongue that we use, that we use to, to praise God on Sunday. Monday, uh, what do we do with it uh, Monday through Saturday for those who worship on Sunday? Six days. What do you do with it? Are you cursing your neighbor with that same tongue? Shame on you. Are you telling lies about your neighbor with that same tongue? Shame on you. Shame on me. Says God. Think about it. Point. Be careful what you say. Always keep in mind. Remember. That God is listening. Keep in mind that the same tongue that you use to praise God, to worship God, to pray to God, to bless God, to bless others. It's the same tongue that we must be careful to not curse someone. That is, say mean and hurtful things, invoke things about, invoke um, anything wrong. Unrighteous, I should say. Before God. Or to God. Because Jesus is going to hear it. The Holy Spirit is going to hear it. And I hope that your conscience will hear it. And I hope that you repent. And ask for forgiveness. And learn how to use that tongue. The same tongue that you worship the Lord our God and pray to the Lord our God on Sunday. And I hope that every day, for many of you, these things must not come, the Lord our God says, it must not come from our mouths. Because not only is God listening, our neighbors are listening, they're watching us. Trust me, they're watching us. And so we don't want to be that Christian that makes a bad name for the Lord our God, for our Father. Amen? Are you with me? I hope you are. Please be with me on this. Again, don't, you know, I gotta, I gotta say this again. I probably said this before. I'll take my word for it. Read it for yourself. And read, read the word of God for yourself and pray about it. And I'm sure you'll find out on what you must say. That's why I'm not gonna go into a whole lot of details about it. But you know, you know what we got to do. Love the Lord, that is, love the Lord our God and love our neighbors ourselves with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Our emotions is included in this, how we feel about each other and so forth. I, found, I have found that generally how I feel about someone, it comes out in words. Eventually. So I'm, I'm in a place now too where I even keep that in check. 
if I feel wrong about someone, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm always praying to God, please show me so that I can confess, so that you can make me right. So I can only say those things which are right. Only those things which would build up and encourage my brother or my sister, my neighbor, my friend, my relatives, wherever I'm at. while driving, and so forth. I could continue on forever on this, but I think the message is clear. Let us pray. Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day, another evening, just being with you. I love it. just love being with you and sharing the things that you have placed on my heart. And I just pray right now, though, Father, that you would... Create in us, Father, a desire, a willingness to say only those things which are righteous before you. Only those things, Father, that is not only righteous before you, but also before our neighbor. Because we, we, we must always be aware that not only you listening to what we're saying, but they are too. And we don't want to do anything that would dishonor you to cause others to stumble in their walk with you, especially our brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. So I pray this and ask this in his, ask this in his name, Jesus' name. Amen.